right, thank you so much for listening to the show today. We'll be back tomorrow. Birdhouse, more cowboy stuff. Fun times indeed. But right now, fun times are happening because the hang zone is right here in front of us. Dan and Jake. Hello, sirs. Hey. How are you? Fantastic. Living the dream, Donovan. Donovan, Norm. (laughs) Dan. Dan, Jake. Gordon. Yeah. That's right. Gordon is here. Jake, Dan, Donovan. We don't know why. I guess you'll just have to stay tuned to find out. I guess you will. That's a tease. How are you, Gordon? I'm doing well, Donnie. How are you doing? It's good seeing you. (laughs) Didn't you mix with him already? No, he didn't mix with us today. What? Yeah, I was told I had a cat meeting that I couldn't be late for, so I had to get in there and I mean, get ready for, for it. As soon big as pile of money, as soon as we walked in, he packed up his stuff and just left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's I even worse now because you know he didn't have to leave. I didn't even. Yeah, he's been here for that. years. Yeah, hours. you're right here. The hell's happening, man? I had to go get yelled at by cat <sighs> Gordon. Gonna need he hates me. Do at least another month of saving the entire station. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Go and kind of put his head down. And <sighs> what weekend right. show okay, are you going to be on? Look like Jimmy Butler at the NBA Finals a couple years ago with his. He's leaning. He's like, oh, four, that's forty-eight minutes. <laughs> oh, I have to play them all. Play them all. It's the Kevin Durant toe. Gordon has infiltrated every show. In fact, uh, over my vacation, I saw Monty put out on Twitter that he was going to be doing some kind of a video thing. And so I tuned into it, and there he was. There's Gordon. Gordon. Yep. Gordon. Right, Gordon right there on a Monty live stream. Breakfast right. with Monty also. Yeah. Gordon. I did. We may have a, a love affair that we that Monty we all and, need. and Gordon eating breakfast? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to breakfast together. And it was a very uncomfortable moment in the breakfast place. Why is that? <laughs> because Monty... I, I know Monty doesn't want to be treated any differently than anyone else. Yeah. So I, I agree with that. Intentionally asked for a non wheelchair friendly table. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and we went to a place that his chair couldn't fit through the door. So he had to Vietnam belly crawl to the oh. table. Mm. And everyone was trying to, everyone was looking at me like I'm a big jerk because I wouldn't help him. I'm You're his a drill friend. sergeant. Yeah. And I'm standing over him yelling at him. Come on, you! And I was calling him. But names that's how you would have treated anyone of us, right? That's how I would have treated right, you, right? And so everyone's like, "Help him up!" And I'm like, "Don't you touch him! He's got to do it himself." <laughs> and it worked. You've- yeah, I knocked his plate off the table and everything, so he's crawling through the syrup, and trailing eggs behind him. But I, I you know. Because I, I pay. yeah, because I, you know, it's treated like everybody else. <laughs> no Very important treatment whatsoever. I've okay. never in my life asked to make sure that I was not getting a wheelchair accessible. To <laughs> hey, the hostess did look at me weird when I said that. When they asked table a booth, yeah. he went, no, no. I want to make sure that this is not. Wherever a wheelchair won't fit, <laughs> that's where I want to sit. <laughs> oh. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Park, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Tick. KTCK-AM, Dallas-Fort Worth. KTCK-FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus media station.
Yeah, Gordo. All right. Roy Jenkins. It is uh, show number 694 for Dan and Jake. He laid out on it, but you've definitely told Nora, or you will tell Nora, the 230 joke at some point in your life. Okay, yeah. Are you going to argue with that? Is that that great of a dad joke for young kids? (laughs) Well, let's record it and find out. See if she thinks that's amusing or not. What other dad jokes for your kids do you have? Well, that could be a topic we'll talk about. Why didn't the skeleton cross the road? <clears throat> Got no guts. Okay. I think what that did, would be it. What did one toad say to the other toad? Time's fun when you're having flies. Oh, sniff. <laughs> the punctuator. <laughs> it's weird that you're talking... Pre-intro. It's before oh, sorry. we had to put out, thing. Sorry. We had to put the big G in the, I'm in the a sky. I'm non-person right now, but I'm about to become a person. That's right. It is See You Next Tuesday. A very popular item we're carrying over into 2023. How can you shorten that? Ty? I better not. Chip? <laughs> well, we could do today in Twitter during See You Next Tuesday. Sure. If you want to get really meta. I haven't gotten rid of it yet, but I'm going to throw away my calendar. So I guess you could say it's days are numbered. <laughs> All right. Are you on a dad joke website? Get off of that. My wife said I should do lunges to stay in shape. That'd be a big step forward. See, this is what we get for complaining about him sending us two girls, one cup. <laughs> right, yeah, this is Norm McDonald. I heard you on He's with the about his hard line last week, and that's <laughs> definitely, Corby and I were talking about it. Corby, Davey, and I were just saying, you are ground zero for that. Every, I was not, that is not there's true. so many people that I know that could say, yeah, the that first, is not, you know where how did you first I saw, see two girls, one cup? Oh, because Gordo I sent me a thing. I first saw it in a company spearfishing uh, attempt. Oh no! Yeah, the company sent it to me to see if I would click uh, open yeah, on it, and I did, and I had to take extra training. So Jake clicked on an email today. Yeah. Oh, what's this? I haven't heard this. Yeah, yeah, they got me. They Trojan horsed me. What do a tapeworm and the Eiffel Tower so, have in common? Well, they're both parasites. That son of a bitch. See. Why would you skip the norm mix when you have all this stuff that would just tickle <laughs> yeah, him so much? Straight from the norm writer's room. So uh, let's explain to the class what happened. Well, and see if anybody else here has I'll, fallen prey to this. I'll wind back two days. I'm up here for Cowboys postgame show, and I believe Sean Bass had just left. And Donovan is telling us that uh, Sean had conveyed to him that Sean may have to do some extra training because he had clicked on a phony email. Now, the phony email was sent from the company as bait. And I thought, <laughs> what a dummy. Blake said he will click on those on purpose. Correct. I don't know why, but he's because he's a Blake. terrorist. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I had to do extra training today. But but you were, ma- you were telling me this off the air. Yeah. You were laughing at Sean Bass. 
I was. About what an idiot that he would click on this. God, don't bog. Why, why does our company make it so hard to work here? And when we initially had to Akimbo do it station. Uh, a year or so ago, we were told that that was because they had tried this, like they beta tested trying to fool us. And the number of people that clicked on it was so high that they made the whole they company. They made the whole company. So when we have to do we it again, it's... Of that. it's going to be because of me and Sean. Yes. Because I try to stay on top of company email. Like I'll hear Bob say, I haven't looked at it in a week. And then Cat will get mad, but he doesn't really, he doesn't really you think that's a, like real mad at you guys, but he still gets real mad at me. Try a year and a half. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I look at it every morning. I keep it open during the show. Hey, sales need me. Got some new copy coming in, some changes to the points. I want to be on top of it. And this morning, it bit me right in the jump. What was the email? Uh, I quickly deleted it. because Wasn't it like I, new I COVID to, policy or yeah, something? It was. I'll see if I can find it here. Yeah, I'm going to try to pull it up. Yeah. Oh, wait. I should look. Jake, due to new regulations, we have created a remote work policy specifically for the COVID-19 pandemic. Please review and sign the document by the end of the week. And, and who's it from? Uh, no reply at cumulus.com. Okay, so. Right there. Really? It's, it's really kind of unfair what they're doing here. I, I usually wait. Cumulus.com. I usually wait until Cat forwards me something because I haven't done it. Now. That's the best way. That's the way I avoid spear phishing. It if also it's from says, Kat, you have bottom, to click on it. This email originated from outside of the organization. Do not click links or open attachments unless you know the sender and you are sure the content is safe. I know the sender. It's Cumulus. I work here. Hmm. It's on my check. It's on my taxes. This looks exactly like our regular work email does. I want to. I got to find it because I'm sure it doesn't. And so now you have to do more training. Yeah. Yeah, and this is like already extra. At- I hope it's double long. Like it. It should be a bigger <laughs> yeah. training than I have to do. It should be punitive. It should be. I deserve this. I earned it. And this is already <laughs> after I failed the diversity training the first four times. Wait, like, you failed diversity training? Dan and I both did very poorly on that. And they mixed well, it up. Well, we eventually passed. Wait, what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't fail it four times. I failed it multiple times. Dude, they had me in a blender. <laughs> and then, so the previous <laughs> ones, if you You're take it. Diversity, triple like, thank you. I don't know. It's like 40 chats having to go on. It's a black lady. Here's why I failed trans it. Lady. <laughs> I feel like this was written to fool me. <laughs> Uh, she doesn't have a problem. But with what it. if she's a turf? But she so I does. Can't agree with her. But she's born woman. <laughs> so I don't know who to trust. Either. I just can't believe you failed that. Uh, yeah, I thought I was, they make it pretty. You would think. You, well, Dan yeah. and I both had to go to summer school <laughs> on that one. What day was it sent? Uh, yesterday afternoon. Okay, maybe I just didn't get it. Maybe they just send it to the dummies. That's probably what it is. Because I don't have anything. Or maybe they send it to the people that they know are on top of their email. Right. Here's a guy that'll click anything. Right. He's he's, uh, he's saying yes to calendar invites, which Dan doesn't do. Right. Uh, Because I'm an adult, and if you uh, ask me to be somewhere, I'll be there. You don't have to follow up. You don't have to check. I'll put it in my calendar. I'll do it. And I do the same thing. I write it down. But I hit yes. You're the opposite. <laughs> I have to be reminded all the time of what I'm supposed to be doing five minutes from now. See, Wait, what? And I hate... Have, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? <laughs> My word. <laughs> what came up? Whoa. I don't know. Something. 
<laughs> what were we talking? Oh, I hate having to remind kids, wife, whatever, over and over and over. You have someone in your family that that works on the the third time. They're depending on the third time you remind them. And well, and so then they, they won't arrive to the dinner table until you call them the stop, third time. Stop asking me about it. Right? Yeah, it's <laughs> that's a problem for us. She's not a to do list person. Yeah, that's... I am. So I'll you know the first couple times gently, and then the third time, hey. You even try to go in with a little light fire early, like, hey, you know, I'm not, I don't want to fight. <laughs> I'm not trying to upset you. It's You're just, never, it's never going to change. Stop trying to change it. I know. Because 10 years ago, we dealt with, I dealt with the, look, I got a lot going on. If I just say this once, and then I can move on. My brain, then I can then focus on something else. Is it okay if I just say it once and then eventually, you know. And what happened? Then I got it. A week later, I don't to, got it. Say it again, because then I remember. And, uh, anyway, yeah. so I failed. My wife is uh, is Gordo. <laughs> I keep reminding him. Would see. I think. I guess I always thought it usually went the other way. Like She's women great are here. great organizers and usually stay on top of things. And is there something to the opposites attract thing that? There must be. Because is it important that we're together so that she can stay organized? Because if right. we weren't... And rather rather than be maddened by your differences, you should appreciate those differences, that you're a compliment to one another. Because if, if, if she was, was real, just like you, then you wouldn't want to be organized, with her. Yeah, would right. that be a, a big pain? And if you had two people on the polar opposite end, you would be like hoarders, mm-hmm. right? You would never get anything done. Yeah. All right. So I just think that we need to rethink this idea that we always need to make people be like us. That that's the key to happiness. Mm. Is you should appreciate the well the natural key... sexy friction of oh. being different types. Hell yeah. I think the key to happiness is just not caring. Yeah. That's big. Because if you care what she does, then you're going to be unhappy per- perpetually because you're trying like you said you're trying to mold her into well d- no do it this way do it th- but if i stop caring which i did some time ago <laughs> that way you can stay together what's interesting is that, that that's that's in the bedroom that's also very rarely a two-way street i've found I'm what's like, that hey, i don't really care what you do oh yeah what yeah. if i could uh let me get a little quid quid pro quo here and you just stop caring about anything i do What's up with them? Well, then again, you're opposites. You're a guy who cares or yeah, doesn't yeah. care, and she's someone who does care, and then supposedly that works. You like the bitch. you like the uh, if you're one minute late to something that's important to her, that's a problem. Oh yeah, for sure. But if it's somewhere you're supposed to be, and she starts getting ready fifteen minutes ahead of time, and well, you know it takes me an hour and a half to get ready. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Well, if it does, yeah, I would say what you can cool. do is you can actually you look can at the, the time you need then, to do then, it, and uh, then you uh, basic subtraction. We call it back timing in the biz. So okay. Teach you a little something well, there, thanks so. for mansplaining things to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We have not mastered the art of back timing <laughs> in the home. Back. I did have a today in Twitter that I saw over the... Uh, oh. Are you okay, bud? You're about to throw up, aren't you? <laughs> oh, Dan. Okay. Play the Brian Cushing one. 
Brian Christian. No, the mm. the vomit drop. Mm. No, I'm just. I ate very quickly during the. Uh, break. He does wolf oh. down his. What did you eat? I ate uh, same thing. What do I eat every day? Every Jake? single day. Salmon with an occasional whitefish mix uh, and broccoli. And I think there's like some rice. Maybe. Small amount of rice. Small amount of rice, yeah. Get a little carbs in there. I'm very proud of you, Dan. You, well, cleaned, you cleaned up your eating, what, 15 years ago or longer? I don't even know how long it's been. I've been slowly moving towards this. 15 years ago, I probably cut out my one Pepsi per evening I would have while mm-hmm. watching TV. When'd you cut out beer? How old are you now? Uh, 52. Okay. But that, I don't know, I just kind of faded away from beer because it would make me very tired and I couldn't do anything. When was that, like, do you think? Because you've told me that you previously were a six or a night guy. Damn. Six or a night had to end 20 years ago. Okay. There's Brian Cushing. (laughs) My favorite vomit. What is that? Plants over pills. Yeah, for sure. And so then, no Pepsi, then next was no meat. Next was red meat, or red meat might have been before Pepsi, I don't know. And yes, then the, when you do the uh, prepare your own lunch for every day, the same lunch, that really helps. Sure. Because then that's just what you have. Yeah. And it kind of... Lessens the cognitive load, don't have to think about it, it's just this is what you're going to have and it's good for you. Yeah, it's it's an hour or two of work on the weekend to prepare the meals and uh, then you're set for the whole week. And I think it's got to be more economical sure sure i do that with salad like i'll make salad for the week but i can't i can't eat the same thing for lunch every day like you do because we used to do we used to do the lunch run every day i was dumbfounded by that when i first started working with you guys (laughs) every day and yeah it's at least 10 bucks a day monty and i talked about that in our breakfast about one of the bad radio intern duties oh yeah here, yeah. you want you want to learn radio? Yeah, you come be our intern. And you basically learn y'all's food orders. That's what you learn about radio. Well. He was really ragging on you guys. I mean, well, I don't look, want to stir anything up. Look where uh, look where he ended up. Yeah. He did all on right top with of it. The, on top of the world. <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, so this is a, I like to read. And when I don't read, I very, oh. I get, uh upset with myself and i feel like you're a reader having been at an nba finals game with you watching you read yeah that's when i do the majority of my reading during sporting events i know that you like to read what are you reading these days uh right now i'm reading something that uh my daughter gave me actually and i'm going to have to search to try and find the name of it um but it's kind of a I, j- I just got done reading some pretty heavy sci-fi a uh, couple of books over the break. Really? Anyway, mm-hmm. I've read more in the last year. My Both of my kids are out uh, for college now. So now I've read more in the last year than I have certainly for decades. Um, I know Tim Collishaw. He, I think, reads like 30 or 40 books a year. <coughs> but I got at least one a month. Um, and I keep a little reading list. But here's my thing. And this is my today in Twitter. We do have an acronym for that. Ty. Tit. Yeah. That's what it is. Today in Twitter, which actually happened over the holiday. Yeah, Gordo. And I saw some uh, people debating because I guess some guy's wife said, 
uh, she was bragging how she had read uh, 24 books this year. And the uh, the guy was questioning this because they were all audiobooks. Yeah. Is that reading a book? Yes, I think it is. Because I, I listen to lots of uh, radio. Mm-hmm. I listen to podcasts. So I do a lot of audio work <laughs> right. listening to things. But I would never say, okay, because I listen to uh, the Musers. I listen to you know 17 hours of the Musers this month or whatever that, hey, that's the, that's a book. That's a book length. You've... Mm-hmm. But it's not a book. If you had printed all that out, all right. you know, transcripts of your show, then it's it would not a be book. a book. But it's somebody else reading the book that you're listening to. Mm-hmm. But it's the same as a TV show. Is a TV show a book? <laughs> I mean, I would watch say it's it. not. Okay, it but that's the same as like a radio show. A radio show is just a TV show without pictures. To me, the difference with the audio book and the podcast is it's a more active listening. Like, if I listen to a podcast or the station in my car, I'm probably not hearing every word. What if it's uh, but, Dan, uh, who's the uh, hardcore history guy? Dan Carlin. He's read 50 books to uh, prepare that three-hour podcast. Right, and he's not speaking extemporaneously. Like, that's all written out. His yeah. podcasts are all written out. That's not just a couple of bros talking. Yeah, you know? well, that's, that's, that's more different. like a book. Then. That's more like so a book. So can I count that as a book when I listen to his World War One? You know, like, didn't he have 17 hours yeah, on that? Yeah, I mean, I think if it's a history book... So I can mark it on my reading list. Sure. Because I, ha- I have a reading list I keep. In fact, I wouldn't be that surprised if at some point Dan Carlin doesn't put those out as audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Maybe cleaned up a little. Where is my reading list? Then I can actually tell you what I read. Because, but yes, audiobooks are books. I agree. This was early on but when they first got popular. But is there something to sitting down, using your eyes? Absolutely. Translating that. It is a creating different. Creating a picture in your own mind. It is a different experience somewhat. your voice telling you it. Mm-hmm. Yes. By pulling the words off. See, the, I'm very. It's, it's, it's more work, I think. Specific. It's more passive. I can just lay in the bed with my eyes closed and listen to an audiobook where picking up a book, it, it feels like I'm actually doing, using so my saying, brain. You're saying that a blind person has, has never read never a book. Never read anything, really. Especially a book. Do you consider Braille reading? <laughs> yes. <laughs> now why? Because you're getting the word on your own and then... You're getting you're, the word through the mediation of your touch. Your but what's the difference in getting it that. through the mediation of your sight or your hearing? It's just using a different sense. Well, but I you're think still... blind people aren't real people, though. Eight eight eight. Right. Let's let's do a poll, I and then whatever. F- the, I will uh... abide by the results of this poll. <laughs> I told you we failed the training. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I yeah. still I still have to take that. Training. Was that one of the questions you missed on the diversity training? Are blind people real people? <laughs> you said no. Do you like sci-fi at all? Yeah, I do a lot. That's a blind spot for me. For I, sure. I I have not you read don't? much sci-fi. I've not consumed a lot of sci-fi book-wise, but I'm fascinated by the subject. Okay, then I think you'd like this. Okay, because I was told. Uh, I was told about this. Are we book on the air? Has all this been on the air this whole time? I think so. Okay. Uh, the three body problem is one of the most recent books I've read. Hmm. Don't and it's it's actually part of a trilogy. I read the first two, and I'm not sure um, 
when I want to read the third. It's it's a very big hill to climb, but it's called the three body problem, and it's a very odd twist, but one of the most realistic depictions I would think that I've ever come across of what it would be like to make contact with an alien civilization. So, so you know how the movie Arrival I think is really cool because it it's yeah a lot more. I say I'm not into sci-fi, but that's a top three movie for me. Yeah, this so is the Arrival a, about the the linguist who has to interpret the yeah, smoke signals. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. from the octopus uh, yeah. type. Yes, which I love that one because yeah. it was like the they don't t- give them humanoid features exactly. Them, yeah, and. Everyone's not working together. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, always, that's how our society would, or in our, our world would be. Right. We would immediately be looking to. But that's very similar to the three. Country. The three body problem takes that even way farther politically and just across the globe. It's very interesting. Coming to Netflix. Oh, is it really? With David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. Do you know who they are? No. People did Lost. Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Hunter, Thrones. Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. Who did Lost? Oh, that was Abrams or. J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Yeah. These right, guys well. that messed up Game of Thrones are doing a three-body problem now. So you say yes. Best scene in Game of Thrones in the first episode, and then after that it went downhill. <laughs> what, the 14-year-old breastfeeding? You always get that wrong. What? That's way later. Oh, it is? Yeah. That's I guess I'm of thinking tears. of my favorite. I, I think it's interesting, though, that we just my learned two gentlemen's preferences. <laughs> One of them stoked on adolescent breastfeeding, the other on incest. Whoa. I wasn't going to say that. I was do talking about think, when Ned Stark first appeared and <laughs> do you think spread we'll, wisdom. We'll ever have to culturally accept that. Like I sent you the lady, the uh, tweet about the lady who's uh, what? What did she? How did she phrase it? Canine sexual. Yes, why are you sending me this? We're going to have to accept incest? Yeah. <laughs> like, will there ever be a day where you're a bigot? If you're like, I just don't know. <laughs> would you oh abide by the results God. of any poll that would indicate? Vox <laughs> Populi or what's the... <laughs> All right, well, thanks, Gordon. Anyways, hey, anyway, any, anyways the lady has so sex with dogs. <laughs> Whoa. Um... So what, horses is okay and dogs is off limit? <laughs> yeah, who are you discriminating against now, Jake? Man. I'm a bigot. I told you. I failed the training. They asked me if it was okay to let your dog... All right, ladies and gentlemen, Uh-oh. that's been Gordon. See you next Tuesday. Gordon Keith, <laughs> you can hear him on the Musers. Oh, uh, yes. Yes, that's a, that's why I came by here, to promote my to show. promote the Musers and 5, uh, your, to 10 your socials. Right here on the very platform that you're listening to, whether you're streaming or you're listening on AM or FM. All right. 5.30 to 10 a.m. I'm with two other dudes, Craig Miller, George Dunham. No one cares about them. It's all about you. That's not true. All right. That's right. I yeah. still I still have to take that training. Was that one of the questions you missed on the diversity training? Are blind people real people? <laughs> you said no. Do you like sci-fi at all? Yeah, I do. A lot. That's a blind spot for me. For I, sure. I, I, I have not you read much sci-fi. I've not consumed a lot of sci-fi book-wise, but I'm fascinated by the subject. Okay, then I think you'd like this. Okay. Because I was told, uh, I was told about this book. Are we on the air? Has all this been on the air this whole time? I think so. Okay. Uh, The Three-Body Problem is one of the most recent books I've read. Hmm. And it's it's actually part of a trilogy. I read the first two, and I'm not sure... um, 
when I want to read the third. It's it's a very big hill to climb, but it's called the three body problem, and it's a very odd twist, but one of the most realistic depictions I would think that I've ever come across of what it would be like to make contact with an alien civilization. So, so you know how the movie Arrival, I think, is really cool because it, it's yeah, a lot more. I say I'm not into sci-fi, but that's a top three movie for me. Yeah, this is, is the Arrival uh, about the the linguist who has to interpret the yeah, smoke signals. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. from the octopus, uh, yeah. type. Yes, which I love that one because yeah. it was like the t- it'll give him humanoid features. Exactly. Like, yeah, and. Everyone's not working together. Right. Yeah, right. That's, that's, that's how our society would, or in our, our world would be. Right. We would immediately be looking to. But that's very similar to the three. Country. The three body problem takes that even way farther politically and just across the globe. It's very interesting. Coming to Netflix. Oh, is it really? With David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. Do you know who they are? No. People did Lost. Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Hunter, Thrones. Hunter, Hunter. Who did Lost? Oh, that was Abrams or. J.J. Abrams? Yeah. Yeah. Those right, guys well. that messed up Game of Thrones are doing a three-body problem now. So you say yes. Best scene in Game of Thrones in the first episode, and then after that it went downhill. <laughs> what, the 14-year-old breastfeeding? You always get that wrong. What? That's way later. Oh, it is? Yeah. That's I guess I'm thinking tears. of my favorite. I, I think it's interesting, though, that we just my learned two episode. gentlemen's preferences. <laughs> One of them stoked on adolescent breastfeeding, the other on incest. Whoa. I wasn't going to say that. I was do talking about think, when Ned Stark first appeared and do you think spread we'll, wisdom. We'll ever have to culturally accept that. Like I sent you the lady, the uh, tweet about the lady who's uh, what? What did she? How did she phrase it? Canine sexual. Yes, why are you sending me this? We're going to have to accept incest? Yeah. <laughs> like, will there ever be a day where you're a bigot? If you're like, I just don't know. <laughs> would you oh abide by the God. results of any poll that would indicate? <laughs> Vox Populi or what's the... <laughs> All right, well, thanks, Gordon. Anyways, hey, anyway, man, anyways the lady has so sex with dogs. With <laughs> Whoa. Um... So what, horses is okay and dogs is off limit? <laughs> yeah, who are you discriminating against now, Jake? Man, I'm a bigot. I told you, I failed the training. They asked me if it was okay to let your dog... All right, ladies and Uh-oh. gentlemen, that's been Gordon. See you next Tuesday. Gordon Keith, <laughs> you can hear him on the Musers. Oh, uh, yes. Yes, that's a, that's why I came by here, to promote my to show. promote the Musers and 5, uh, your, to 10 a. your socials. Right here on the very platform that you're listening to, whether you're streaming or you're listening on AM or FM. All right. 5.30 to 10 a.m. I'm with two other dudes, Craig Miller, George Dunham. No one cares about them. It's all about you. That's not true. All right.